0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Melanie's Alchemy podcast. It is the tarot reading, the Tuesday tarot reading, as well as um, a short discussion about some astrology transits that are occurring. And it's just me, as well as my co-host Pickles the Chawini, although She did not have a lot to say this week, so I hope you all enjoy, and please remember to rate, review, and share this podcast with people who you think would enjoy it. All right, be well, everyone. Until next time. Hey, friends. Thank you for joining me today. For the podcast, it's me, Melanie of Melanie's Alchemy Tarot. And yeah, I think the intention behind the podcast, at least for today, is to just check in and hopefully bring some comforting energy to your life. It's tough times right now. Um, I love astrology. It is simply a hobby for me. I am not even close to being a professional, but I do um, pay attention to the different transits occurring, and I have a bunch of different astrologers who are professionals that I tune into and listen to their kind of weekly and monthly forecasts. And so I don't know about you guys, but I definitely had a rough weekend just energetically speaking, emotionally. And then, of course, I tuned in yesterday for the weekly reading and was reminded that it was the um, exact Mars squaring Saturn transit that was occurring, which is arguably one of the hardest transits of the year, which is hard to believe. Um, Because we have had so many tough transits, um, astrologically speaking. We've had so many hard energetic days and weeks. And this Mars-Saturn square will, you know, that energy will persist, I believe, for a couple of months. So I just found it really fascinating, though. And I don't know why I am still surprised by these correlations in mood to, you know, planetary placements. But it, you know, there is, it feels like a very true, real thing to me. And it is comforting to me when I realize that, you know, sometimes these emotions that we struggle with are not coming from within us. They are external things that are affecting us. And sometimes it's easier to just surrender and let them pass through if you realize that they are not originating within you. I don't even know if that makes sense. But I guess my point is that if you're feeling kind of edgy, if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling, you know, energetically oppressed, like stifled, if you're feeling difold right now you know there it's it's more than it's not you you know you, of course there's elements we all have control to a degree over how we feel you know we can make choices to exercise paint listen to music do what we can to make ourselves feel better but there also is the truth that there are a lot of external circumstances, both socially, politically, but even astrologically that affect us. And so perhaps that reminder can help us all kind of give ourselves a break, for lack of a better word. Um, As I speak, you know, I am surrounded by crystals, houseplants, some lit candles. I have my co-host over there, Pickles the um, which would be a lot more relevant if this was video, but since it's audio, I don't know that you'll really hear much from Pickles, but even the presence of a pet, you know, the presence of plants, candles, crystals, all of those things can be soothing, but sometimes we still have to or we still do reach a point of I don't know meltdown and I sense that there's a lot of kind of melting down occurring out there right now so I'm just trying to send you all some love maybe some levity Um, If you don't have any of those things that I've mentioned thus far, like plants, crystals, candles, pets in your space, a water feature, maybe any of those, all of those things can really help soothe you right now. Um, Since I'm talking about astrology, there is also the astrological transit occurring that if I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you probably enjoy astrology as well. And so I'm sure you've heard about Mars, the planet Mars being in its home sign of Aries presently. And this will be happening. Mars will be in Aries until the beginning of next year of 2021. And so if you know, if you have an idea of what your birth chart looks like, you can see what house Aries Is in in your chart, and if this just sounds like like I'm speaking a different language, I apologize, and you can kind of fast forward through this part, or perhaps it will inspire you to take a look at your birth chart. All you need um, is your exact time of birth, date of course, and location, and you can get a free birth chart at numerous different spots. You just Google it, and stuff will pop up for you. Um, So if you look at where in your birth chart, what house Aries is in, it can give you a little hint as to where you might be experiencing a lot of heat in your life and now as Mars is slowing down and going to retrograde, a lot of frustration. Um, There's a big kind of spotlight on those areas and for me as a Taurus rising, Aries is in my 12th house and the twelfth house can can speak to mental health, um, hidden enemies, institutions, typically like negative ones. I think it covers like prisons. Um, I, you know, it's not the it's not like the tarot cards where we say that there's no bad cards. Like in astrology, there are bad houses, and the two most difficult houses are the sixth and the twelfth houses. So. For me, at this time of this very elongated Mars transiting through Aries phase, um, through my 12th house, this is a really tricky time on a mental health level. So if if you happen to be a Taurus rising, this will hopefully help you. And if not, maybe it will encourage you to be curious and see what area of your life is being affected right now by this Mars transit? Because that can also provide you with a little bit of insight and also, again, comfort to be like, why? Why am I struggling? Like, you know, all of the houses can, are different things. There's a house that governs family, children. There's a house that governs work. There's a house that governs other people's money. There's a house that governs your money, you know. So our public image, our home life, every aspect can be found in the birth chart. And so if you are having a particularly difficult time in a certain area of your life and then you look and you're like, oh, wow, that's the house of Aries and Mars, you know, it it can just kind of, again, give you a little hint into what is going on, and it can give you a little solace, maybe around the idea of like, okay, this is just happening. Sometimes life just does just happen to us. This isn't supposed to render us, you know, paralyzed or you know, take your power away or anything like that. But I think it can give you some kind of background information um, to have more self compassion for yourself. That was kind of redundant, but. Hopefully, you know what I mean. So those are just a couple of the things going on. There's always um, hundreds of transits we could be talking about. I also, a little side tip, and I am not sponsored by these people. They just have an amazing product, but I think they're called Honeycomb Planners, or I don't know if you typed in Honeycomb Astrology Planners. If you Googled that, it would pop up, but they do personalized Um, astrological planners for your specific birth chart. And that is an invaluable tool if you are interested in learning more about astrology. Um, And learning about it through the lens of your own chart is usually one of the easiest ways to go about it. So check them out also. All right. Since my co-host, Pickles, does not have much to say today, she's napping, um, I will launch into the tarot portion of this episode, so bear with me. I might get a little quieter as I shuffle the cards. Um, As always, I ask for messages for our highest and best good at this time. And I ask for messages around discernment, insights into how we can heal, insights into what we can do to be comforting to the collective because it is trying times. It is trying times for sure. And it feels remiss to ignore that. You know, I don't want to, I want always for my messages, whether it's my, you know, tarot reading videos that are on Instagram and YouTube, which I put up every Friday, or these now Tuesday podcasts, I want them to always bring a positive message and hopefully make you feel better. However, I don't want to ignore the fact that the world feels a bit like a dumpster fire right now. So let's just try to keep it real over here. Um, and let's see what information we get today. I am doing a Celtic cross spread using the Dolly tarot deck that I love so very much. Ooh, okay. I'm extremely excited about our outcome card, and I don't want to ruin it, but it also popped out before I started this podcast when I was um, shuffling the cards. So when we get there, it will be very exciting. All right. We've got three major arcana cards in this reading, which is a fair number. Also, you know, I don't like to be overly redundant so I don't want to explain what major arcana are and minor arcana over and over but please do um, send me messages send me suggestions if you are interested in me maybe doing episodes that are more tarot learning centered if you want to learn more about certain aspects of the tarot let me know and you can get a hold of me just um, via dm on my instagram at melanie's alchemy so let's dive into this reading. What we're leaving behind the recent past card is the major arcana, the 17th, the star card. This is, it's reversed here. Um, so the star comes after the tower. It's the light after the dark night of the soul. It's Aquarius energy. It is very much about communication, about sharing your light with the world. The reversal In this reading, the message I'm getting from it is that a lot of us have been quiet. A lot of us have been hiding our light, if you will, um, or have just felt like a dwindling of our light. And I love seeing this in the past because I think that means we are sort of ready to share again, ready to communicate, ready to sparkle. Maybe many of you were having to kind of internally find your light. You know, there's kind of this outward despair and then this inward gathering of the light. And now that you have found it within yourself, now you're ready to project it out into the world, which I love. That's really positive and beautiful in the present just straight up the present energy we have is the chariot this is the cancer card for the zodiac sign cancer it's the seventh major arcana it is also reversed in this reading that message is clear you know it's the stagnation it's an inner drive an inner urge to go to be guided to move forward and yet in the external world we are just waiting and there's nothing that we can do to make that chariot go you know the chariot is propelled forward by destiny by fate by the waves of fate and so this is very much just sit and surrender and accept that right now we're not moving forward we just are and the energy that is crossing the chariot card that is, you know, applying to our present, to this present moment is the hermit card. And this card has come up in so many of my readings lately. It is interesting because it is the Virgo card and we just entered Virgo season. It's the ninth major arcana. The, the hermit is about being quiet and listening. The hermit is isolated but has chosen solitude for a higher reason. You know, the hermit is, you know, a bit of like a monk in the sense that they have chosen solitude in order to receive esoteric wisdom, which ultimately in in a sort of like self-sacrificial way so that they can share that wisdom with the collective. Um, when the hermit card comes up, it's very much about making the most of your isolation, choosing to meditate, choosing to listen deeply, choosing to be open. You know, on, the artwork on this card is beautiful. You know, you see this hermit figure, and then behind their head is this kind of jeweled brooch and so it really is about like opening having your crown chakra just be open and sparkling and receiving this information so it's like the what what we're getting the message is to make use of this time though you feel stagnated and unable to move forward do not just cast everything aside you know use this time to really listen to your guides to yourself whatever you want to call it at the foundation of the reading we have the page of wands and it is also reversed so we've got a lot of reversals in this reading which again just speaks to our internal worlds um this location in the spread is about our subconscious what lies beneath, what is driving us. And this is, again, a call for creativity. The page of wands, you know, wands are fire, they are passion, they are our creative drives. Heat, the heat that lives within us. And the page, you know, has an open heart, is naive, is unjaded. Because they have not experienced the world yet, you know, they are the apprentice. And so we can take note or take, we we can take advice from the Page of Wands reversed here to try to grab onto some of that energy and use it, you know. Try to let go of your preconceived notions that came about because of past experiences, it's about digging deep within and finding those parts of yourself that are like your inner child, that are not judging, that are not making assumptions of situations before you've entered into them, you know? So find your innocence, find your creative innocence, find your inspired blank slate of joy you know Um, because in the near future we have again a reversed card it's the two of swords this card has also come up in a lot of my client readings this week the two of swords um, you know it shows that figure sitting in the chair with a blindfold over their eyes and two swords this is very much about having to make a decision but not having all of the information again I get the message that it's like, we're aware that we are the ones like stopping the information. So this isn't about being lied to externally or anything like that, or having something kept from us. This is almost about keeping something from yourself or just being unwilling to admit that you will never have all of the information, you know almost always we have to make choices without having all the information that's just life we just have to sort of take a chance take a guess um, choose the lesser of two evils you know that is a very heated topic right now with the election looming the idea that you know people are going to choose to not vote because they don't believe in either and that's just not real that is a fallacy Um, every choice has a consequence and if you are participating in society and you live in the United States and you you know can vote that is your duty you must choose one and you must participate in even though it's a complete disaster our democracy is what it is because of where we're at And we must move forward and try to make it better. But this two of swords reverse perfectly encapsulates that idea of wanting to just step away. And you do not get to not make a choice. You have to choose one or the other. Every choice is a choice. There is no such thing as a neutral, I just am not going to participate, lack of participation is the strongest participation of all so do not fool yourself in the place of us the collective the card representing us is the knight of swords and this is fascinating because it's upright this is one of the fastest knights it's swift he has a sword they have a sword and it's a fast message it's we're bringing messages, we're giving messages. You know, I think what's happening presently is driving people to speak up, to move quickly, almost in a panic to, you know, go into battle. And I like to see this, I like to see people care. You know, there is no perfect way to deliver a message. There is Um, I don't think we're getting great messages right now because again, like none of our options are what we want them to be. There is no idyllic outcome. It's hard to stay motivated when you know that either choice will be disappointing. I understand that, you know, I feel that deeply in my soul. It's like, why go through the pain and Whatever you know, or not even the pain. The, or really, it's just like going to the dentist. You know why? Why be uncomfortable or do an extra chore when you're? Either way, you're not gonna get what you deserve or what you think our country deserves. I get it. That sucks, but we're adults, and this is the reality we live in, and so. We have to accept that we're having to choose between two things where we want neither. But it's like you still have to do it. Um, The environment is the Five of Wands. That is very, again, feels relevant, feels applicable. It's just conflict. Fives are chaos, conflict. Um, At least this is creative conflict, fire. I mean, this is heated conflict passionate conflict you know we are very much in an environment of people being impassioned and you know yes that can certainly create some violence and it can create unrest but at least at least we're not just sleeping Um, what we fear is the page of cups. And so this is the second page in our reading, very like inner child, young, these, these, you know, pages also can represent your children, younger siblings, relatives, younger friends, or as an aspect of ourself. Again, it speaks to that beginner's mind, that being willing to sort of, cast fresh eyes, have an open heart. The Page of Cups specifically speaks to an open heart, but it's here showing up as what we fear. You know, we are afraid of our own open hearts. We are afraid, you know, maybe we've done the work to heal past wounds, um, heal those parts of our heart. And now we're afraid to, you know, make them vulnerable again. We're afraid to be like, you know, it's like, oh, I just fixed this. I just, I just spent all this stuff. But our whole life, you know, is spent healing. There is, it will never be finished. And so you cannot heal and then protect your heart in some glass case so that you never have to do that kind of work again or feel that kind of pain again. That's not how it works. The whole point of healing is to feel love again. And if you're a realist that probably means feeling heartbreak again but that is what life is about I think arguably I don't know um, so don't be afraid your heart your healed heart is not as fragile as maybe you once thought it was realize that you are strong and healthy and capable and that, you know, you always have a choice. And if something does feel wrong, if you are making yourself vulnerable to someone or putting yourself out there, if it feels wrong, then you can choose to not participate. You can always say no. You can always walk away and be like, this felt right. And now it doesn't anymore. So that's always, I don't know. I don't know why that message came through. It's kind of a non sequitur to the rest of this reading, but I think somebody had to hear that, so I hope it's helpful. Um, What we have left now is our advice card and our outcome card, and our outcome is the Ten of Cups, upright, and this came out when I was shuffling the cards before this reading, and I just I love it. This also came out last week, but I believe it was in the present and crossed. So, again, this is like the ultimate happiness card, like having true Love for yourself and with another person, and maybe you know, within the context of an entire family, it's just this beautiful, like rainbows and butterflies and sunshine energy. And to be honest, it doesn't really make it, doesn't make sense because things do feel hard right now, but it's this reminder that just keeps coming out. To say like don't question the happiness you do have, don't feel undeserving of the happiness and the love in your life that you have. It is what will help us all to survive. Um, don't so our advice is the seven of cups reversed, and this really speaks to don't be don't fall for the illusions. Don't fall for this idea that you're not allowed to be happy. Don't fall for, you know, self-medicating behavior when you know, like, don't fall into the trap of being told that you're miserable because you're not. Maybe you're happy, and that's great and beautiful and wonderful, and you can be happy even as things fall apart around you, you know. It doesn't mean that you're exempt from having to participate, you know, on a base level in society, but you also don't have to be inundated by negativity, or by the sorrows of the entire planet. We should be aware, but don't be disillusioned. Do not drink from someone else's cup. You do not have to ingest their toxins. You know, just have an open heart and live in that beautiful place of happiness that you've cultivated for yourself. Okay, let's pull a power animal oracle card here from the power animals deck. The snake healing it just says you are a healer and you are a healer we're all healers we all have the ability to heal to heal ourselves and to heal one another so i love that that was the message that we got at the end of this reading continue on your self-healing journey and you have no idea how inspiring that is to other people You literally don't... You are healing others simply by healing yourself because actions... And this is so trite, and I realize that this sounds really cheesy, but so many of these things are true, and like actions really do speak louder than words. And showing other people that you can heal yourself is truly inspiring, and it's truly a gift. And so... Just keep on keeping on out there and thank you so much for joining me. I will do an outro for this episode and until next time, just, yeah, thanks for joining me friends and be well out there. Thank you for joining me for the episode and the tarot reading. I just want to remind you all that I do still offer personal readings I do phone readings as well as written readings. Written readings are great if you have just like a specific area of life or question that you're wondering about. It's kind of a channeled, nuanced, in-depth, written write-up of your spread and I email that to you. So there's no interaction. That's great if you don't enjoy phone sessions. Phone sessions are very straightforward. You can book those in 30-minute or hour increments. And then I have a third offering, which is a recorded video reading, which is very much like my Instagram readings. And that gets delivered via the Marco Polo app. All of those options can be found with um, you know more in-depth descriptions on my website, melaniesalchemy.com. Please remember to follow me on Instagram, at melaniesalchemy, and on YouTube, Alchemy. Please do not hesitate to send me questions or feedback through Instagram. Um, And please, please share this podcast with your friends if you think they would like it, as well as rate and review. And yeah, until next time, I will see you all next Tuesday. Be well.